Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome into the Gaming Hub. Uh, I'm your host Tyler. Thanks so much for joining us. This is episode number 116 and joining me is one of our two co-hosts. Graham is still on vacation uh, for another week, but uh, Steven's joining me today. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, I got to play some Madden this week. That's yeah. exciting. Uh, picked up Dead Cells as well. Uh, not necessarily due to the controversy, though that did help <laughs> put the game in my in my head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like summer's almost over. Like at this point, like thank God, <laughs> I just I'm over it. It's it's almost almost time to go back to school, both you know, college and then work. Um, yeah. and I'm kind of excited about that. So yeah, yeah. How about you? What have you been doing? Well, I got to play Madden too, and you know, I was thinking about saying summer's almost over. Um, you know, thank God or whatever. But like, I remember in February, <clears throat> excuse me, I sat here saying, "My God, I just want it to be summer," and now it's like stupid hot. It's been stupid hot the better part of the summer. Yeah, and I'm just kind of ready for some fall weather, and to the point where I'm even watching like preseason football, which I don't ever do. So part of that is just because my favorite baseball team is terrible and out of it. But, you know, but speaking of football, I got to play Madden. Finally, like after all the debacle around EA Access early trial, that not working, EA just being totally silent on any sort of solution for it, Xbox being totally silent on any sort of solution for it. Um, but the game finally came out. I got the Hall of Fame edition on Tuesday. Um have been playing small team played through long shot uh pretty short campaign thankfully and although i will say the colt story this time around is is better than what we saw last time so kind of enjoyed that but uh but yeah we'll, we'll talk about madden a lot in our in our special review episode which will be uh, a time patreon exclusive but i just want to point out like steven it's been really unfair uh with ultimate team pack pulls like you have done so much better than i have and yeah, i wish <laughs> so no not anywhere close to being no. a true statement i've actually had really really good luck and um but i mean pre-order i got the 89 antonio brown and but i've also pulled like 89 or 87 randy moss yeah uh 87 michael vick 89 or 88 steve hutchinson um 87 or 88 odell beckham jr uh, all those types of guys i've pulled a lot of really good stuff early on so i'm having a lot of fun with that it did not pay off the first time we played each other but i didn't have most of those players then first two times <laughs> the first two times well which were back to back on stream <laughs> but i didn't have most of those players then so we'll try it again today and see how it goes but uh yeah. but yeah man Men so far has been actually pretty fun. I'm liking uh, how Ultimate Team set up. I like that, you know, Longshot has a story to it, but it's not, um, oh, it's kind of cliched, but it's not too long and it's not like super, super cliched. So that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been an up and down week for me. Uh, I had some stuff go on that uh, you just, 
you know, is unfortunate and um, unfortunately had a, a family member passed away this week, which is uh, no fun. Um, so yeah, I've been bummed out about that. Um, you know, not, uh, not like an immediate family member, but someone that I was close to growing up. So that sucks. But other than that, uh, work is work and, you know, I did get a chance to play Madden this week. So that's been cool, but Hey, let's talk about video games. How about we do that? Yeah, let's um, do that. Sure. First of all, before we get into that, I want to talk about, uh, the ways that you can join our community. So you can go to Facebook and go to the gaming hub forums and take part there. Uh, you can also go to Twitch, look up TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch, uh, hit follow for us. And, and from either of those places, you can go to our Discord. You can join our Discord, um, which is approaching a milestone in members right now, which is kind of cool. So maybe you could be the one to put it over that. And But you can get that link through Facebook or on Twitch. Uh, you can also check out our YouTube channel, uh, the Gaming Hub Podcast on YouTube. And make sure to go to the xboxhub.com for all the latest in all your Xbox gaming news and the switchhub.com for the latest in all your Switch gaming news. So with that, let's uh, let's get into the news of the week. And we kind of got a lot to talk about. So a game that we're really excited for, and I wish Graham was here to defend himself against this because the Red Dead 2 gameplay trailer came out this week. And my Lord, it looks amazing. Uh, Steven, I want to get your thoughts on it. What do you think? Yes, I agree. It does look amazing. I watched it in 4K, um, mm-hmm. at, which I plan on playing it in, um, hopefully, uh, unless I stream it, because then it's only 1080p, and that makes me yeah. sad. Because <laughs> in 4K, it looks really freaking good. And, yeah. you know, it's it did exactly what I knew it was going to do, and exactly mm-hmm. what I told Tyler that I didn't want to happen. And it made me so hyped, and I just want to watch more and more and more of this game. <laughs> and now I can't wait for October, and nothing good is going to come out before then because it's not going to be Red Dead 2. Yep. And that is a little frustrating because I do yeah. I mean, I mean, I do it to myself. I can't control it. It's just <laughs> it, the hype levels, you know? Yeah. Because um, you're, you're the type that you try to avoid everything so you don't get too excited. Yes. Because if you see a little bit, you want to see everything. Yes. And then nothing else compares to that along the way. Right. So, yep. and that's kind of where you're at now, unfortunately. Yeah. And like, <laughs> even like, it's not just games. I do it with games too. I do it with games and movies where like, you know, you go down to binge watch a TV show that's been out for eight, nine seasons and you, you know, first time watching it. So you start like looking things up about the characters because you're like, I really like this guy. And then you get something spoiled for you, like four seasons in into the show. And you're like, why do I do this to myself? And I do that with games. You know, I, I'll be playing the game, look something up about a character and like spoil, spoil, spoil. So I try not to do anything. Yeah, you... I know if I go down that rabbit hole, <laughs> yeah. things get ruined. <laughs> you did that with the West Wing recently, didn't you? Like never, you've never seen it. I did. Yeah. I kind of got you into that. And then you started looking stuff up because you're too curious. You can't just yep. watch it to find out because you'll get all those answers anyway. But yeah, so I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm already sold on the game. It's already pre-ordered. It's, uh, you know, I'm getting it no matter what. So I didn't really need to see it, but we wanted to see it to talk about it here. And it it did absolutely nothing to make me think I'm making a bad decision by getting the game on day one. Um, Is this the runaway game of the year from what you've seen so far? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even though we got a war. Yes. Yes. I, I, 
I think there's just more content in Red Dead. It'll be okay. open world, which I think, despite what people in the games media might say, I think open world just adds points to games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know, just the ability to go anywhere and do anything when you want to, and then like do the story and then have it all kind of feel smooth still, like is just pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, everything I saw in the trailer looked like fun. Well, and there's there's all these other things to do, too, now that weren't there before. So, like, you have to set up camp all the time, right? And yes. you have to communicate and build relationships with all the people that are in the gang. Well, you don't have to, but... Well, you don't have to, but sure. it, you it's should, and, and it helps the experience in the game, right? So, there's things, different things you can have them do to get more supplies and help strengthen the gang and all that stuff. That really wasn't in the first game. So... That's going to add a whole other dynamic to it. I love the idea that it's as simple as, like, if you walk into town with your shotgun, like, kind of holstered over your back, like, people will come up to you and talk to you. But if you don't, if you're holding it in your hand, they, like, run away. Like, little things like that. And I know that some people kind of expect that in games now, but not a lot of games do that still. Just little things like that go a long, long way. How you talk to somebody can totally change the conversation and what the outcome will be. Like, I love all that. Rockstar is tried and true in so many ways. They're coming off of one of the best games in the last 20 years, if not ever, in GTA V. My only concern about this game, Stephen, is the online. Yes. So I, I agree with you there. Yeah. And we well, still haven't really seen anything on it. So I wonder when we're really going to get a taste of that, what that's going to look like. Um, do you want it to be just like GTA Online? No. But in the Red Dead world? No. What, what, well, I what like do GTA you, Online. I don't either. But I know a lot of people do, though. I I think we just got into it way, way, way too late. That's part yeah. of it. Like, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Um, What do you want it to be? I don't know. I guess like Red Dead 1. Um, a Red Dead Redemption one for those of you that freak out over yeah. that. No. Um, I I like the online there. I I guess mm-hmm. you know I I'd like to see it be where you can go in and then you can co-op stuff with other people and like do like some heists, maybe a bank robbery or a train robbery, or like go and you know attack the the outposts of like rival gangs or you know defense against like the government coming and knocking down at your um, mm-hmm. outpost or whatever. Cause yeah. that's the way your, your gang's on the run from like, you try to stay a step ahead from progress and, you know, and that includes the government's chasing you down and, and trying to, trying to, you know, get rid of you. And so that, that's what I would like to see. I don't need like horse races and horse races and horse races, which is what seemed yeah. like GTA online kind of was. Yeah, a lot of the races. I mean, races. they were kind of they were kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just can't imagine I, doing it, you know, over and over and over and over for hours. Yeah, I, I mean, I won one online like the last time we played, but I was like, you, you know, uh, it didn't. I didn't feel accomplished, and I I don't play games to feel accomplished, but like, 
you know, when we talk about Madden, um, you know, you open a pack and I know that's spending real money and that's getting into a whole other argument, (laughs) but you know, when you pull like the 88 and then you feel like really good and then, you know, I'm watching you pull an 88 and I just want to like hit you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. I'm just throwing that jab in there, but like that feeling feels good, you know, or when you, I guess a better one would be like Diablo when you, you kill the monster and then you get the legendary item. And or in Destiny 2, you know, you pull the legendary or exotic engram uh, after like the raid, yep. and that feels phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. GTA Online doesn't do that to me, and I'm sure there are people that it, it does, you know, maybe do that to. But to me, it's just like something, it's like a, a time killer without any sense of like accomplishment, and I that is why I don't love it. Um, and I if Red Dead 2 online is like that, I'm going to probably avoid it and just play through the single player like I did with yeah. GTA for the most part. Yeah, and, and that's fair. And and I get what you're saying about that, like feeling of accomplishment or that feeling of excitement from getting something really cool or doing something cool. Like when I streamed on day one of Madden on Tuesday, you know, you were watching when I pulled the Richard Sherman 87 overall and I, I sounded like a little kid. I was like, ah, you know, yeah. um, that's really cool. Stuff like that is really cool and fun. Um, side note, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I, I did want to point it out now that I'm thinking of it is, man, I was reading comments and it was just all the anti EA stuff again and whatever, like they, they dropped the ball on the Madden trial and all that. Um, and, and I haven't forgotten about it just because the game's out now, which is, I know what they want, but, but anyway, there's somebody out there and they, they should be ashamed of themselves for ultimate team and teaching kids to gamble. Uh, just stop. Well, like no, no, no. Uh, I, part of me is 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 kind of on the it might be gambling because like, all right, he, here's what happened today. So Tyler opens up these legend sure. packs that cost probably forty five bucks, right? And he's pulling like eighty eight, eighty eight, eighty eight, eighty eight. Like I get like six pictures of it. So also that makes you kind of a jerk, Tyler. And <laughs> watching my mouth, you were asking what I worse, got. Worse word. No, well, you you kind of wanted me to ask. So I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to. 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 And then I did it because, you know, I have no self-control. And that is on me. But like, you know, and then I pull garbage and it just like the first instinct was like, all right, buy another one because, you know, it's bad not to be garbage. That's where it's addicting. And it's addicting and it is real money for it's arguably worse than gambling because you're not even getting the potential of winning money back. You're, right. you're getting cards in a video game yeah. or, you know, characters in Star Wars Battlefront. Like, so I'd say it is kind of worse than gambling. I. So here, here's, here's what I'm going to say. So two things. One, we talked about this last week, but I'll say it again real quick. The ultimate team in EA Sports games or Diamond Dynasty in MLB or whatever it's called in NBA 2K, I forget. But they, you're not required to open packs to play the game. That is a mode in the game, one of many, that you can play, right? So it's not like Battlefront where the stuff you bought in those crates or whatever um, makes you, gives you an advantage across the game. This doesn't do that, right? And then second, the whole like, Dude, the kids' argument just gets to me every time. I'm sorry. It's it's not EA's responsibility to raise your children. 
No, you shouldn't put it's a credit not. card on your account if you have yes. a kid playing. Because if I mean, if I was a kid, uh, you know, it's it's tempting. It was tempting. I remember back on the 360 days. I you know, on my I had my mom's like credit card or whatever on my Xbox account to pay for Xbox Live. Um, you know, thanks, mom. You know, you can. Mm-hmm. You know, make fun of me for that. Whatever. I was a high school kid. She paid for it for the year. Um, yeah. But it's it's tempting not to like. You know, I was more scared of my mom if I bought something dumb because I know you know my parents were responsible and looked at their mm-hmm. bill for anything. Probably yeah. more than I am. You know, now with my own and, debit cards. But and here's here's what I do, dude. I put myself on a budget, and here's how I do it. I buy the prepaid Xbox cards. Yes. And then I have that balance. And if I have money in that balance for what I want, then I can get it. That is smart. That is not what I do. I know. But I buy one of the cards like every time I get paid. Right. And right now I buy more because I want to pre-order games and not have them all hit like the moment they're available for download because they don't hit your account anymore when you pre-order it. They hit it when it's available for download. And thanks, I think, to South Park for that or Ubisoft in general. For delaying games 18 times <laughs> yeah but, i mean that's smart i, sh- I yeah. should do that i have it's it's hard not to like just and buy that's just yeah games. and that's just the way to go i think because otherwise like you can easily spend like not even in like packs and crates and stuff but even go say you want to buy movies right and there's a movie sale and there's like all these movies per se i don't know steven <laughs> 15 dollars. 10 dollars they were 10 dollars okay $10. All these movies for, say, $10 from a certain series. Say, say it's the Marvel Universe. That was worth it. That was and worth it. Uh, and you buy a couple, and then you're like, well, I want some more. And then you get to the point, like the point of no return, where it's like, well, now I just need to have the whole series, right? Yeah. And when that was all said and done, how much had you spent? Uh, $200. <laughs> so there you go. But that's 18 movies. That's not that bad of a deal for movies I like to watch. Sure. No, but no, I, that's not my point. Whether it's worth it or not is not the point. That's okay. All right. It's it's the idea that, okay, it's just another 10 bucks. It's it just is. another 10 bucks, you know? Worst in the world. Yeah. So that's what gets people down that, you know, that hole. And... <laughs> I so just, if we have any financial advisors that want to advise yeah. me financially, you know, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> the gaming hunt podcast at gmail.com. So you know? at least, you, at least you only spent 45 today. That's true. I mean, Stephen with the beat. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know how I justified it though? Um, sure. Go for it. It's the game sharing. So someone else bought, you know, Madden. And so I'm like, I didn't buy Madden. So, you know, well, if I were to spend $60 on the game originally, well, I can spend $60 on, on you know the Madden Ultimate team and be fine because you know it yeah. just kind of evens out. Yeah, um, and so, actually, really, it would have been eighty because I probably would have bought the Hall of Fame edition. Well, at least you didn't message Xbox and say what about the children. So thank you. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry, like totally off topic. But when people say that, it's just because they want it to be that way, but they don't know how to argue it because they can't. So they just say what about the kids? And <laughs> sorry, but anyway. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about Discord, um, a platform that we've both grown to love quite a bit uh, in the last year or so. And thanks again to our Discord community. We really appreciate everybody that's in there. You keep a great conversation going all the time, and we love that. But if you're a member of our Discord community or any Discord community, Discord's launching a game store. 
So what they're trying to do is be like a mom and pop game store, and they're trying to focus on indie titles. So and games are being added added to their subscription service, so you can purchase games right from there to be downloaded to your PC. And like I said, they're focusing on indie games. So Steve, your thoughts on this? Like it's never a bad thing, right? No, and and just to clarify, like how how they're going to be a mom and pop stores is uh, they're gonna like curate a game like games and so like with community votes and then the people that you know work up at discord are going to pick the games that get are allowed to be on their store so it's not going to be like steam where there's like 400 games uploaded every day and 395 of them might be garbage and five get those five that are not triple a games will slip through the cracks because that happens um and so that's that's what it seems like they're trying to combat here uh and then you know they're going to have like a game pass or whatever you want to compare it to where, or humble monthly, I guess would be the best, best comparison where you get games. Yeah. That's probably the best. Um, based on the subscription and you get mm-hmm. other bonuses. You can add like, uh, I call them gifts. Even if the creator said they're gifs, um, graphical <laughs> imaging, whatever the heck, heck the F stands for, uh, mm-hmm. thing like you get extra bonuses and for what i think it's like eight bucks a month or five bucks a month something like that somewhere in that range it's not a bad deal if the games don't you know suck but humble monthly is like 12 or 15 bucks a month for like 200 dollars worth of games and a lot of them are really good and you automatically get like a triple a (laughs) title like almost every month yep in there so you know pc is if if you're on a budget i mean the pc part of it does cost a little bit of money but the, you can get games uh, pretty cheaply. Yeah, once you have the PC, like, yeah. you're in, and, you know, as long as it's good enough. Yeah. Because um, there's a difference between being able to play Fortnite and being able to play Witcher 3. Yes. Um, with the power of your box. So, yeah. And the, the a- only, like, the only annoying part about the service thing is just how many different places you can you have to go to like get games like at least with humble monthly you can add them to your steam libraries like you use the co- they give you the codes and then you enter them into steam and then you know now they're in the steam library now you have like if you have gog steam ea uh origin premiere or whatever it is called and now this like that's four different places and it can be just kind of annoying to find your games you're like where did i buy this game you know when you six months down the line you you know you own a game and you're like which service did i buy this on <laughs> yeah so, yeah, no, I, I think it's great. I think it'll be good. And, you know, Discord is growing in popularity just immensely. And it's been around for a while. But it's it's really seems to have taken off in the last, what, year and a half to two years? So, well, with uh, with us, I, I think PC has been using it for a long time because you can use voice chat really uh, well. So, like, I think the um, big MMORPGs have been using it for a while to do raids and stuff and just to you know have voice chat capabilities while right because the games themselves never had uh voice chat but i mean coming out of just the pc gamer space into other things right so it seems to have really grown and kind of taken off which is awesome like good for them and i know it's been around for a while and i know a lot of people really prefer it and i think i personally think it's great i prefer it over like facebook and other stuff is way of communicating I do accept if you have like something you really want to talk about, like mm-hmm. I know you can make your own threads and stuff and then delete them later, but well, uh, the people that are in charge of the discord yeah. communities, but Facebook is easy where you can, you know, have a post that blows up to 600 comments. If, if yes. the general section of discord blows up to 600 yeah. comments, <laughs> it's kind of hard to find. Like I, I've, we've had 
and I love that there's so many people talking, but like three different conversations in general going on at once. And it's like, yeah, I know. Wait, who, who am I talking to? What, what was this regarding? Like, I'm so yeah. confused. I know. But no, Discord's Discord's great, and you guys should come come join it. There's a lot of different yeah. things to talk about in there, and people are great yeah. and super fun. Yeah, and you get like special recognition in our Discord if you're a patron, which is is cool. It's a, like a cool little perk. Um, by the way, uh, if you ever thought about becoming a patron to our show, now's the time because we're giving away a game next week, a full sixty dollars game, to anyone. Uh, we'll, we'll draw from the list of people that are at the five dollar or more patron level. So if you ever thought about signing up, do it now. Patreon.com/slash/gaminghub. And uh, you get that cool little thing on Discord, and you'll be entered to win a $60 game. So, that is that. Anything else on Discord, Steven? Before we move on to the meat of the week, like what we really want to talk about. Yeah, Fortnite skins. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, there's nothing else on Discord. What, was there a review written on Fortnite skins this week? I'm, I'm sure there was. <laughs> At some point, who, by who, someone. Who was it stolen from? <laughs> now, that's that's a question. That's <laughs> so, the <day> here. <laughs> yeah. All right, this week we've talked about ethics in video game journalism before. And I've I've almost always sort of taken the side of the journalists because I think, we'll call it the mob, gets a little excited about stuff sometimes. But this week we saw an instance of plagiarism in video game journalism that to me, and I think to you too, Stephen, was pretty cut and dry. Yes. Like, this wasn't, you know, oh, it was a mistake, and it was accidental, and, you know, blah, 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 and we'll get to the that whole response <laughs> in a couple minutes. But anyway, uh, Philip, is it Mewchin or Mewson from IGN? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Formerly of IGN. Um. He was the, the lead on the Nintendo Voice Chat podcast and uh, one of the editors there. And he kind of came up through making YouTube videos and got noticed and got picked up by IGN, worked for them. And he had a pretty decent fan base through IGN. Um, his review of Dead Cells got called out by uh, the guy over at Boomstick Gaming, the YouTube channel. And the guy Boomstick put up a video saying, IGN copied my Dead Cells review. What do I do? And he kind of detailed in this video all these instances where his review was basically word for word used by Philip's review, which came out days later. Well, it wasn't word for word. It was like, like well, it yeah, was well, change the words and like the order of it is, but the idea. Yes. And here's where plagiarism is. It's it's not just changing the words and being like, good. He stole exactly like the ideas, like almost minute by minute. If you want, if you compare it, because they compared yeah. the video reviews. Yep. And at like the same point in both videos, they talk about the same thing. And just Philip just changed some words around in the order of it and was like, all right, we're good now. So, <laughs> no, you're right. And this is textbook like... Sorry, but moron college students, you know, like someone who just doesn't have a clue, but thinks they do, plagiarism. Yes. Because they're like, okay, well, I read this book, but and here's a really cool paragraph by this author, so I'm just going to change around a few words, but leave all the keywords and the key descriptive words and like the impactful statements 
pretty much intact. A few different word changes and then change around the wording and a little bit of the tone. And now it's my work. I just reword. I put in my own words. That's plagiarism. Plagiarism is not copy and paste word for word. Plagiarism is stealing someone else's idea. So, yes, there are a lot of instances, in, especially in like video game reviews, where the same words get used. I review games for the XboxHub.com. I, you know, I, I use a lot of words like, when I talk about gameplay, I'll say the gameplay is really smooth. Or it's really choppy. Or there's a lot of, like, input lag or something like that, right? Those words probably get used in, like, 30 other reviews for the same game. So it's not that. It's that there were enough of these things strung together and like overall thoughts about a specific part of the game being exactly the same that this just looked like just cut and dry plagiarism. So, Steve, not, I don't want to ask you whether or not it was. We've decided it was. And so a lot of other people... How severe do you think it is? Like, is it a big deal? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't understand people are like, well, it's just plagiarism. No, you're trying to steal other people's intellectual property and pass it off as your own. And like, so you're cheating your company, you're cheating your fans, you're cheating anyone that comes to the site, you're cheating the other people out of their clicks and revenue or whatever have you. Um, especially when you're uh, the big guy stealing from the little guy and and, like, IGN is not a bad company here. They in no way should be blamed for, for this. How, no. though, um, like, but now you you just, you've made it easy for people to attack IGN and be like, of course, the big guy's stealing from the little guy yep. um, because they can. And there's there's tons of problems here with this. And that's not even talking about plagiarism. Yes, plagiarizing is a big deal, in my opinion. Um, I it's really stupid as well. Like you're going to get caught. And if you've done it once, as Jason Schreier pointed out in his Kotaku article on it, you probably done it multiple times. And he also stole FIFA 18 review from Nintendo life. Um, yep. in his and, it, and it just came out another game. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't even see the third one. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but it, it was just like today or last night surfaced. And you know, it, it's going to pile on at this point. Yeah. Especially after the response that this guy gave. Yeah, that one may, may not, it didn't even let's, make me... let, well, let's get to the response in a second. Oh, yeah. So, here's my take. First of all, anybody that's like yelling at IGN or whatever, just stop. IGN has handled this about as perfectly as they could. Yes. They launched an immediate investigation. The investigation was quick. It wasn't like one of those fake investigations where they like wait long enough for it to die down and then let the guy just go back and keep working. Yeah. Like that investigation was done in what hours, basically like in most a day. And yeah. I think the video popped up on, what was it? Like Tuesday night, maybe Tuesday yep. or Wednesday night. And then, you know, the it next, blew up. the next right, day the next they said they were taking down the review and launching an investigation. Yeah. In the morning, and they then, took it down, and then yeah. in the afternoon, he was gone. Yep. And then in the afternoon, they updated it. They they launched another statement saying they take this very seriously, and they have 
what was where they separated yes. from the individual. So there are some things that I thought IGN handled incredibly well and were very classy about. So one, they didn't attack the guy. Like the guy's going to get attacked enough as it is. Yes. Um. By the way, um, r- real quick, like yeah. don't attack the dude's family no, and send him like, death threats. Yeah. Okay, it's plagiarism. It's not like he. I don't want to say it's not like he murdered people because that's what people have been saying to make it like plagiarism isn't a big deal because it is a big deal. But it's not death threat worthy or attacking his no. family worthy. So no, the, don't the do death, that. get over it. Like get over that part of it. Like it's it's not life changing to you. It's not going to affect whether or not you like dead cells. And in fact, I would argue, and this isn't in defense of him at all, but that dead cells and Boomstick Gaming benefit quite a bit from this. Yes. 100%. So this is probably the best thing that happened to for sure Boomstick. And maybe Dead Cells too, because it brought all this tension to their game, right? So and it is, by all accounts, an awesome game. Steve, you played it. Yeah, it's it's very addicting. It's like 2D Dark Soul Castlevania-esque roguelike. Um all those, you know, what are the the words, the little, little fun words that have been going around. But um, mm-hmm. it's addicting. Like, it's 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 one of those games where they're like, one more run, one more run, one more yep. run. Like, I like I was playing, I died like 10 minutes, and I'm like, all right, I'll do one more because it's like 10 minutes. And I, I lasted like 45 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I should go eat. And then I'm, I, you know, but I don't put the controller down. And then another 45 minutes later, I'm like, okay, all right, I got to quit because I got to go eat because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm starving. But it's, it's yep. really, it's an amazing game. Amazing game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. real quick, my, my thoughts on this before we talk about the quote response. But, <laughs> so, okay. I went to graduate school and studied in a field that is super writing intensive. Mm-hmm. And I take plagiarism incredibly seriously. Like, it was drilled into my head. Like, don't steal ideas from other people. People work a long time and they work hard to get content out, whether it's written content, whether it's writing a book, a research project, they, uh, you know, or putting out a video or a podcast or anything, right? That is their intellectual property and it's theirs. Like you, you can reference it, you can source it, but you cannot steal it and claim that it's yours. And that's what happened here. Okay. The people that are defending it and saying oh, no big deal, it's just plagiarism. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't get it. Yeah. And so, hang on, I, I'm, not, I'm not done no, yet. Okay, I'm, not, okay. I'm definitely not done yet. <laughs> so, um, I think that there have been times where our show has been stolen from ideas or way we talk about things or things we do for the community by smaller shows. And there have been times where I've addressed it. Um, we had Paris Lilly from Gamer Take Radio on, um, right, right in episode 100, actually. His show got stolen from with that viral video of Paris coming out of the Cyberpunk 2077 demo at E3. Like, Danny Payne posted that video on his Twitter account and on Gamer Take Radio's Twitter account, and then there were people stealing it and putting it up on their own YouTube accounts and getting hundreds of thousands of views. And monetizing it. That is not okay. And I'm sorry, it's not just the Wild West when it comes to people's ideas. Get your own ideas. Because there are times where 
we listen to other shows after we record and we're like, you know, man, I really wish we talked about it that way. They did it better than we did. And that's all right. We're not going to steal from them, though. In fact, even just this week, I don't even remember what it was, but we were talking about like, man, I'd love to talk about it this way, but this other thing already did that and I don't want to steal from them. And yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was beside the point. But I've heard the dumbest arguments over the course of my life. I once knew someone, my, I swear to, I swear to that everybody made the argument to me that once you see a movie in the movie theater, <laughs> you own the movie and can download it illegally and watch it because if you show the movie stuff, the ticket stuff from the movie theater to the judge, he'll just laugh and dismiss the case because you own the movie. Swear to God, that's what people actually think. I hope not more than one person. <laughs> but uh, intellectual property is intellectual property. And it doesn't matter if it's the super small one stealing from the behemoth or the other way around. Because the other thing that's complete BS is the argument that, like, say a small one stole from IGN. Well, IGN makes enough money. That's not up to anybody to decide. Yeah. They also have to employ more people, staff more people, put out more content, better content. They're held to a significantly higher standard, which all costs more money for them. So I feel extremely strongly about this. And I think that this guy, Philip, and now I want to talk about his response, Steve. And at first, I want to let you get your other point out, because I know you were saying about to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say, IGN had to fire him. Like, if they oh, did they had not no fire him, um, then they lost all mm -hmm. credibility, and he would not, you know, they couldn't ever, anything he posts or has ever written in the past would be questioned, um, and then IGN as a whole would be questioned, every single writer. So, like, those that saying that Philip shouldn't have been fired, and just, like, no, no, he... There was no way he was getting out without being fired. Mm -hmm. I mean, half the like in college you get for for me it's like two strikes basically. The for, if you plagiarize once, you get uh F failed in the class and then put on academic probation, I think. Yep. And it depends on how how bad the plagiarism is too. And then the second time you're kicked out. You're done. And I'll, I'll tell you where I went, there was no probation or anything. Well, I yeah, but that's a little different graduate school versus just regular regular college but to yeah. be honest with you like if you plagiarize once you're going to do it again um well so, and, that, and that was shown here yeah and i think the other one was same so, returns by the way I, I yes yes that is exactly what it was yeah so yeah i'm so all right i'm gonna say this because i review games and i'm actually in process of reviewing madden 18 right now or 19 sorry i should review madden 8. that'd be really easy but 19 um, when I very, very first started doing reviews, like, I don't know, three or four years ago, I would sometimes look at other people's reviews just to see like tone and structure and things like that. But I stopped doing that because, and I stopped really fast because what I found is that it's really hard to not get their ideas and their flow and their way they say things into your head. And... And I had to fight myself. Like I found that I was writing stuff that, you know, when I'd look over a paragraph, I went, I'm like, man, it's, it's really similar. And I'd have to go redo it. So I don't look at anybody's reviews anymore. I don't look at anything, video review or written review before I type out a review for a game. And, uh, like the most I allow myself to do just full disclosure 
is the Madden 19 review for IGN came out early. So I did what everybody does, and I opened it and scrolled all the way to the bottom and looked at the score. And that was it, and I closed it. <laughs> but, but I didn't read the actual text because I want my thoughts to be my own. I didn't want to be influenced in any way or have, like, I don't know, the tone or anything put in my head um, for when I sit down to write. That brings me to his response because he said that he uses all resources available to him when he researches. And translation is means he goes and reads a bunch of other reviews and watches a bunch of other review videos before he writes. What are your thoughts on that? That's really dumb. Um, Cause yeah. you're now going to be biased one way or the other. Um, Cause you may like something, but if you, it's one of those things where, like, if you tell someone that they're going to hate something, they kind of go in thinking they're going to hate it or, you know, whatever. whatever. And so yeah. it automatically biases you. And it's just it's just stupid. Or, or if you say these types of controls are not very responsive. Yes. Then throughout your playthrough, you're going to be looking for that. Yeah. And it's yeah. just going to reinforce it. You're not going to come up with your own opinion on it. I assume he um, had played the game enough to review it, but just looked at other reviews before because just based on deadlines for games having like, or right. IGN, I assume wants the review up as soon as embargo lifts. Yes. Um, but even if you've played the game already and then looked at other reviews before you start writing, it's still going to put that stuff in your head. Yes. And you'll, you'll think back to your playthrough and like, did I yeah. cover that? And then you might just make stuff up or, you know, yep. your brain has a way of tricking so, it. But the way that he, like, thought for thought down the line went through that review uh, versus that review video from Boomstick, like, that just Im kind of implies that he was playing the video while he was writing. Probably I mean, multiple times. Think? Yeah, oh, yeah, over and over, yeah. So, I don't know, man. I <laughs> I, I think his so-called response, so-called apology, it wasn't an apology. It was more, I'm sorry I got caught type deal. And yes. then he, it, it was embarrassing. And I, you know, I'm embarrassed for him. Um, it, it says more about IGN. They did the right thing to by letting him go. Um, not the type of person. If that's your definition of character, then I'm sorry, but you shouldn't represent them anyway. Um, because take ownership for it. Just say, I did it. I messed up. I'm sorry. And I promise you, if you give me another chance on YouTube or whatever, it'll never happen again. That's how you begin to rebuild. But he didn't. He basically just dismissed it and he attacked Jason Schreier from Kotaku, uh, claiming Jason Schreier needs clicks. Jason Schreier has a published not or a published book. And yeah, I, this guy I, does not. I was in a thread where someone called Jason Schreier like garbage um, as well, like as well as Kotaku. I'm like, what are you talking about? Schreier's a great writer and his book's yeah. amazing. You're an idiot. But I didn't yeah. say that because I'm not – I don't want to, you know, add to the toxicity of – No, games, there's no but. point in it. But so what do you think he should have said? He apologized. He should have apologized. Yeah. Um, so and not you know tried to hype his YouTube channel up, not monetize. Yeah, the that's video. what I wanted to point out. He monetized his video where he apologized and made it so you couldn't play it from anywhere else. You could only play it from his channel, and he's monetizing it. Are you kidding? Well, I mean, people stole. I mean, did the mirror thing where they downloaded the video and 
That's how I watched it. I didn't watch it on his channel. I refused to give him the click. I watched it yeah. in a, in a mirror channel. So, um, like they, it was just like on Facebook too. So even they didn't. Mm. They were like, I don't want the clicks, so I don't need the clicks. But this is the video. Uh, yeah. No, what like, what a douche. Like that. You don't I mean, I, I don't call that. Crap. I don't call people names. Or I try not to. Okay, maybe I do, but <laughs> I try not to. You know. I try to be professional here, um, but oh my gosh, like the dude deserves like everything that kind of comes at him. Except the threats, except yeah, the threats, threats and all fine. that stuff. But yeah, no, you, you, you are, you're not credible anymore. I don't think, well, his review or his, his uh, non-apology got taken down by the way. Um, okay. Almost as fast as his review for the game okay. got taken down. Um well, I watched it this morning. Yeah, and it, so, I think it just got taken down. I, well, by, that would have to be by him, wouldn't it? Or is it by YouTube? Well, the like-to-dislike like ratio was really bad, so who knows? It was pretty extreme, yeah. It, he, had like 18, he had like 1,800 likes and over 12,000 dislikes. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll do it. But that just tells you that he had that many views, too, which is unfortunate. So, but yeah, I the fact that you monetize this tells me that you haven't learned a damn thing. Yeah, he does not feel bad about it. He, no, he doesn't. No. He he's playing the role of the victim here. And if he had just come out and said, you know what, I made a mistake, I effed up, you know the, I've, I've had a lot of stresses lately, you know, blah 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 blah, uh, deadlines, all this stuff. That it still would have been lame, but at least would have been kind of understandable. And you maybe say, okay, maybe this guy deserves a second chance if he works hard, blah, blah, blah. Because I, I do believe everybody deserves a second chance. But when you don't own up for what you did, then do you? No, I think, you. yeah, you're, you're getting a second chance depends on how you react to yeah. getting your first chance blown. You got and I, I just don't think he can, like, even if he did apologize. Like, who's going to trust him enough to give him that second chance? Yep. No, he would have to do it only on his YouTube channel, and he would never get game copies early. Because if you're a game publisher, would you want to send a game to a, a guy who's just going to copy someone else's review? Like, is that fair to you? I'd say no. Right. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, are you going to um, send this guy codes? No. Yeah. Um, so, here, Here's a, the last thing I want to say about this, and then I'll turn it to you for any closing but um people talk about this as oh just uh, again we're talking about ethics and video game journalism and i would argue that no we're not we're talking about ethics of a video game journalist yes of one individual who had poor ethics not the industry in general because his employer, which, by the way, is the one who catches the most heat and flack from, from the community, the video game community, handled this beautifully in a way that says they stand for ethics and they stand for this not happening. And and they, they, they did it incredibly fast. This isn't about video games journalism. This is about one person. We've seen, we talked about it on our show. We saw a review for God of War go up. That was 750 words long and spoke in such vague terms that it was very obvious that this the, the game had never been played. 
by the person writing the review and that general ideas were taken from other like remember got awards some the bigger sites got got to review the game really early yeah IGN's review was out like two or three weeks early yeah at the very least like 10 days it was really early and all of a sudden this this site gets it which we're not going to name it but they get it they're, they're nowhere near big enough and we reached out to them because we had known them from the past. We said, here's what we see. Can't stress enough. You should take this down right now. And they didn't want to do it. They didn't take it down because they wanted the clicks. And since then, we've pretty much stopped associating in any way. I mean, we weren't associating anyway. But even in terms of conversation. Just because... Uh, war, our group, our, the gaming hub, is not going to be associated with that. We don't want the Xbox hub associated with that because we don't stand for that. And if if suddenly like any site we're associated with did, we leave there too. We would, or at least I would. So, um, that's video game journalism ethics, right? When you talk about that instance not the case of one person doing something stupid because in that other instance that I just told you about, a decision was made at a higher level to keep it up for clicks. That's ethics and journalism. This is ethics of one person. So let's not get into the, you know, torches and pitchforks conversation about, you know, video game journalism is a bunch of hacks and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because that's not fair to them. There are a lot of people that work really hard at not just the big sites like IGN and Kotaku and GameSpot, but even the, the smaller sites work really hard to provide good coverage and on YouTube and all, a lot of stuff. So let's not dismiss what they do and discredit what they do because of the stupid actions of one person who doesn't want to own up and take responsibility for what he did. End of rant. Steven, your closing thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, there are issues with you know, IGN, um, that I will not get into on the show. And there are issues in the video game industry as a whole. Yeah, for sure. For ethics. Um, again, not going to get into it right now, but yeah, it's, it's one dude. This is IGN did exactly what they needed to do. They took the review down really quick. Um, within eight hours of that video going, at least starting to go viral. Like it was quick. And then they fired him within 24 hours. And there's, I don't know what else you wanted IGN to do. There's no way they could check uh, yeah. to see if this was plagiarism because, like, it's a video review. If it was written and if it was stolen from a written site, like, even then, I, I don't think you can come. Um, yes, you can. You can run a plagiarism search. Well, I know. You could do the, like, turn it in, which is what college right. is. But I assume they don't do that. But I, I guess well, they, I bet they, they will should. now. Yeah, I mean, They're going to now if they didn't before. Yep. So, you know, it's just really kind of a bad situation for, for them. Um, and Philip is really, really not the wisest guy. And he, I hope he doesn't ever come back in the video game world because you can't trust him. That's, well, he, he will. He'll, he's going to try to run his YouTube channel. Yeah, and you know you'll get those people that just, like, they love when everyone else hates someone. So they, yep. they so I, I bet you he'll have a cult following. 
Well, and Stephen, you so. talked about there were some people who were just like, well, I just really like him, you know? Yes, there was that. Like, I so. saw some dude argue that, like, you know, well, he has he has a kid, so I don't think he should have been fired. Like, who's this boomstick guy? Like, his little tiny channel, like, he doesn't deserve the clicks. I'm like, what kind of argument even is that? You know nothing about so, him. That doesn't mean he doesn't deserve the work he does. Like, come on. That's, so that's only, only the big, only the monster sites and stuff deserve the views and the clicks? Apparently. Like, that, speaking of, as someone who, you know, is on a small to mid-sized podcast, we're not Podcast Unlocked. We're not beyond, you know? Yeah. We're not uh, any of those other monster ones. We're not Giant Bomb or anything like that. Does that mean that... We don't deserve listens if we put out good content or work hard because we do. We work hard. We try to put out good content. We try to get better every week. Yeah. Some weeks are great. Some weeks we say to ourselves, man, that could have been better. But that doesn't mean that, you know, take us out of the equation. That doesn't mean that someone that isn't at IGN level yet doesn't deserve recognition for good work. And it doesn't mean it should be stolen by someone who's not willing to put in the work themselves. Yep. So, I agree. All right. All right. Anything else on that? Because you're going to no, get me fired up again even more. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to a happy topic. All right. Here. Fallout 76 beta. Graham. Calling out Graham. All right. No Graham. Graham signal. The Graham. Yep. <laughs> Send out the Graham signal. It's like it's a giant Zelda in the sky. Um, well, are you sure it's not a Fallout boy in the sky? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't get emails about that. They they got him on Discord though. They did. Like, yeah, Fallout boy. For Fallout for the boy. resident Fallout fanboy, making yeah, I know right. Little airs like that. That's like if you called <laughs> if you called like the you know the the main character the character yeah. you play as in in the Legend cool. of Zelda Zelda. <laughs> well, it'd be like it'd be like if it, my favorite character in Smash Brothers is Plumber Guy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, anyway. No, Graham, we love you if you're listening. We love you, Graham. Come back. Graham, come Hurry back up. soon. Gentrification. Yes. Graham's sending us pictures of all these, like, landscapes from Newfoundland and stuff. From Silent Hill. And- yeah, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Fall 76 Beta is coming. Uh, and it'll be the whole game, and progress will carry over, and that's awesome. There's also going to be mod support and really exciting, at least for me, private servers. Steve, what are your thoughts? What what excites you the most about that announcement? Oh, private servers, for sure. I mean, those are two separate announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if I'll play the beta because, again, it's like, okay, I play the game and then I have to not play it for three weeks and then I get to go play it again. Yeah. 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 Count me out. Well, at um, least the wait time will be pretty short. Um, I mean, it's clear though. I mean, we were right when we talked about it, that this isn't anything to fix anything in the game. The game's pretty much done to the point of just fixing bugs at this point. I'm sure there are many. Yeah. This is just player. um, This is testing the servers and testing the strain. Yeah. Interaction. And what it can take. Yep. That and player interaction. Yes. I I think you're absolutely right on that, by the way. I think they're testing this or they're going to look and see like all the crappy things people do to each other <laughs> to try yes. to get fixes for that. 
Yeah. So I think that's really smart if that's the route that they take. Yeah. But no, um, I just hope the private server thing is not PC only because like the way I read the article, it was that mod support's coming, and because of mods, you know, you know, you need to have private servers because it's an online game. You can't have someone with a mod and someone without one. Um, mm-hmm. So I hope private servers come day one to Xbox. I don't care about mod support on Xbox right away. Yeah, um, but private servers, because then we'll have a private server, and you'll know yep. that uh, you're not as likely to get trolled. Yeah, if we if there are private servers on Xbox One, we will absolutely have a private server for our community to get in and play, and not have to worry about the trolling and just the general you know douchiness of people out there. So yeah. you want yeah, to worry that... about Graham guys because he <laughs> is just a monster when it comes no, to that. Graham's like the ultimate work together person. He is <laughs> for the most part. Except he was like taking stuff in Minecraft, wasn't he? Yes. At one point. But that's because he didn't know. Like once we told him he didn't anymore. He was just really excited about his bridge to nowhere. It's true. Mind. And by the way, speaking of that, uh we do have a Minecraft server for our community. Absolutely free to plan. Uh, if you join in on Discord or Facebook, there's a link and a form to fill out, and we'll email you the code to get in. So, if you have any interest in that, want to kill some time in Minecraft, and get to know some people in our community, uh, please come and join that. But, yeah, and and also, on that topic, mm-hmm. Madden 19 just came out. We're going to have a uh, franchise mode, yeah, which is playing the Xbox. Franchise. So, mm-hmm. if you want to join us, you know, join Discord or Facebook, and set, or send us an email, or whatever you want to do. And you can yep. join franchise, and we have the uh, the, the fill out form on both Facebook and yep. Discord. And we and, I, and I'm gonna say I really recommend Discord if you want to take part in Madden because we have a dedicated Madden channel there, and uh, you know it's just a lot of fun to talk about stuff and people get really into it. When we had our tournament going on, by the way, con- congratulations to Crazy Gamer in our community for winning the Madden tournament, which wrapped up last weekend after we recorded the last episode. So, yeah, he uh, he was pretty dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Glad I didn't um, play him. I, I'm just waiting to see what team he gets in franchise so I can be in the other conference. <laughs> and uh, and then he brought in his, his buddy, who he says is better than him. We're like, great. Yay. <laughs> but no, we, we're happy to have everybody in there. And uh, it, it was actually a lot of fun. And we streamed most of the games. We actually had a pretty good turnout for a lot of them. And a lot of chat going on in the uh, man channel on Discord. So. Uh, if you want to play in that, um, go into Facebook or Twitch and then click on the Discord link and uh, the form is right in there in the Madden channel. You'll have to scroll up a bit to find it, but it's there and it's just a quick form to fill out and we get you added. So, all right. Anything else on Fallout 76? Because I know we kind of got sidetracked there. We saw shiny things and went off another direction. We did. We did. We did. So. <laughs> no, Um. yeah, I, I'm sure there this kind of kind of recovers from the news of Fallout 76 being like rolled out slowly. Um, so it sucks if you're not one of the first people. Yeah. And it really sucks if you're trying to play with your friends and like one of you gets access and one of you doesn't because then one's going to be jealous and then while the other's playing. And like I hope it'd be really funny if I pre-ordered Fallout 76 and then I got early beta access and then like Graham is sitting there and he's like the last one to get it. Um <laughs> <laughs> all right so let, let's make a pact right now <laughs> that if they do what like ea does with their betas and they they say okay you're in and here's a friend code you know to give your friend that if one of us gets on the first day we give it to graham 
because he's the one who wants to play it more than anybody. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a giveaway. Because if we don't, if we don't, he's just going to sit here on the podcast when we talk about Fallout 76. And we'll be like, Graham, what are your thoughts? He's just going to have his arms full and be like, no. <laughs> no, we'll get Graham. Like, no, I don't care. We'll, I don't Graham care will about be it. The first, he pre-ordered the game like 7,000 times. <laughs> he did. <laughs> you know, yeah. Talk about gambling. One of those bound to pay off. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he seriously has, I think, four different versions of Fallout 4. Pro- yeah. And, right. and I think two Pip Boys. Did he, if yeah, if he well, bought sudden, his like, his VR, he would have five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened to that, Graham? Yeah, Graham. We were gonna get HTC Vive or something like a long time ago, and that never happened. Very disappointing. Very. But but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the Fallout 76 beta. Like I'll probably play it, not a ton, because I just want to get into the game. But if it's a full game and, and progress carries over, and I don't have to redo everything, that's a little different. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, that, that and, was... and it's a chance to get me into it before Red Dead comes out. So I'm not just like, once Red Dead comes out, I'm not just like, yeah, I'll play Fall later. You know, it might get me excited for it so that I make time for both. Never know. That's true. That's true. All right. Anything else on that before we move on? No, I think that, that about does okay. it. Cool. Well, that's it for news, everybody. And let's move into uh, some releases for the week. And we're going to talk about Xbox first. So the Walking Dead Telltale series, the final season, uh, comes out on the 14th. So you can get started on that. And is that all the episodes at once or they just do an episode one and then later on? That's a good question. It does not. It actually says, no, it actually does say right below that uh, episode one. Okay. So you'll be able to buy either the season pass or just episode one whichever one you want to do. So it is being released episodically again, which is the norm for Telltale. I think everybody's used to that that likes those games. Um, so that's happening. And I think they said this is going to be the last one to run on the current engine that they are putting in a new engine for future games. So that's pretty cool. So that is on the 14th. Uh, the XCOM 2 collection also on the 14th. And if you want to play Polygod, that comes out on the 17th. So uh, there's plenty more out there coming out this week on xbox so if any of them interest you uh join our community let us know and let us know how they are so steven what you got or actually first let's talk about the free stuff on xbox and that's death squared through the 15th you got a few more days to pick that up not many uh forza horizon 2 all month long through the end of august and uh dead space 3 steven through <laughs> the 15th uh backwards compatible for xbox one so that's uh, that's that, but that's also in the Vault and EA Access, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so if you have that, um, if EA Access lets you play. It's not men, so they probably will. It's but, true. yeah. Alright, what do you got for PlayStation? Alright, so PlayStation, we got Death Gambit on the 14th, and then The Walking Dead, the Telltale series, final season, and XCOM 2. Uh, both, all three of those were on the 14th. And then for all PS right. Plus games through the end of the month, you can get Mafia 3 and Dead by Daylight. All right, and then for the Nintendo Switch, uh, on the 14th, you can get Cosmic Star Heroin. On the 16th, you can get Castle Storm. And on the 17th, you can get Detective Gallo. All right. How about Nintendo? Anything? That was Nintendo. Oh, that was Nintendo. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I was doing the math to see how much time we had left here. My apologies. <laughs> so, <laughs> any free games on Nintendo? Uh, not unless they, you know, implemented the Purple Rainbow Unicorn, which I don't think yeah. they have. By the way, that's our code word for uh, Virtual Console. Yeah. Because Graham says that we don't know it might be coming. Yeah. They just might not say it yet, even though they said there are, quote, no plans for Virtual Console on the Nintendo Switch. So we just decided to call it that. All right. So we have about 20 minutes for questions. We can get quite a few in. Steven, what do you got? Well, that's good because we had quite a lot of very, very yeah, thank good you, questions. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Um, so if yours doesn't get read, it's not because it was bad. It's just because we had a lot of very good questions. So we'll just go down the list, starting with Skylar. Um, what is the best RPG to date? Graham is entitled to his extreme biases. Uh, but Graham is <laughs> well, not here to tell you his extreme biases. But we can speak for him. It's He's probably going to say uh, Breath of the Wild or something like that. Yeah. Um, actually, do you think he would or do you think he'd go with like Ocarina of Time? No, he might go with The Witcher 3, actually. He might. He might. Just depend Because I, I don't know if he count Legend of Zelda as an RPG. Yeah. Like really playing a role. Yeah. Um, we'll let you oh. go because we know that RPG is your favorite. No, I'm going to defer to you on this job. because I don't have an opinion. <sighs> I can I can tell you which one I hated the least, maybe. I don't. But sure. I don't do that. Do that. So. No, do that. Do that. What? Which RPG? Well, I, you don't like RPGs that much. Like No, I don't. JRPGs or Western RPGs. No. So I think like Dragon Age or Skyrim. So out yeah. of all of them, which one did you play? Does does Elder Scrolls Online count? Yeah, I, I, in fact, someone responded to that question on Facebook and said Elder Scrolls Online. So okay, yeah, then okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that because I actually probably put about thirty to forty hours into that game. Yep, I'll go with yep. that. That was well, fun. I I enjoyed it, and you know, just you know, sometimes the people you play with ruin it for you. Yeah. That's true. Um, I mean, it was a it was a memorpa guy. Like it's in that that genre. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll count it. Um, I'll count it. Sure. Um, yeah. for me, this is a tough question because there's a lot of very good RPGs. So it's not Final Fantasy VII. So I'll just start with that. Yeah. Um, Chrono Trigger is amazing. Um, uh, I'd almost put that up there on the list. Uh. I could put The Witcher 3 because that also did some really, really, really awesome stuff. Um, and oh my gosh, I just blanked on this game. Um, I had something in my head. This is and like those really weird politician interviews where they're like, I have a three-point plan. And then they can't remember <laughs> like two of them. Yes. Yeah. Well, it is a lot like that because I'm blanking right now on, on another good RPG. Well, those two are, are really good. Um, okay. Different genres, of course. One's a JRPG. Oh, I, I remember. Divinity okay. Original Sin 2 um, okay. is a phenomenal game. And it's coming out at the end of the month on a console. It's already been out on PC. But they had a bunch of lines rewritten for it. It's a, it's amazing. I, I can't wait to replay it. I mean, I never really got that far. I played like 30 hours of it um, and didn't finish it because I just don't like playing on my PC. So I'm hoping to play more on my Xbox. But okay. everything I've played of it, is it's amazing. So those would be my three. All right. Um, cause I couldn't, I can't ever have one. Sounds good. What's All right. Is, so Jennifer asked, where do you guys see yourself in five years regarding production and involvement of new games being developed? Do you want to produce your own game? Okay. So, man, I, 
Steven, do you have any aspirations to make your own game? I did. You did. I did. You did. I did. When I was a computer science major, um, there was, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was going into this summer. Like I was thinking back, um, back in the fall. No, mm-hmm. no, sorry, sorry. It was even before that. It was even before it was. that. It was spring of 2017. I, I was like, I downloaded Unity. Um, I was, I was playing around with it. I was trying, I was like, I'm going to make a game on the Unity engine. Um, and I started some stuff. I started like the, the tutorial ones just to learn the engine and everything. Cause I like had fun coding and then summer got just absolutely swamped with work. Um, well, mm-hmm. not swamped, but I was working 40 hours at like 10 to six. So like I'd get home at night and I'm like, Oh, the last thing I want to do is code. Um, right. and like, I'd never woke up early enough to code anyways. So, um, yeah. And then I switched majors and now I just, all and after everything i read in blood sweat and pixels i'm like nah yeah i know right (laughs) (laughs) no i'm good so um so i've seen like multiple people from you know different like independent podcasts and stuff like that parlay that into careers in either like you know the bigger gaming websites or with developers um and like community relations or stuff like that whatever it might be right Maybe even in like game design, if that's their background. I can't say I have any real aspirations for that, but we can talk about where we'd like to be in five years, just in terms of like, oh, it's like creating content and doing stuff like that with the show. So I want to see us continue to grow. I want to see us continue to put out more content with YouTube and Twitch and also, you know, get to like two podcasts a week rather than one, stuff like that. I really do want to see us do that and get better and better and be where we're a mainstay in OD3 every year and maybe get to go to something like Gamescom or PAX on top of that um, each year. That is all easier said than done, just to be 100% honest with you. It requires a lot of time and effort and all that stuff and a lot of like balancing things between the three of us to make all that happen. Um. Ultimately, the more involvement we get from the community and the more support we get from the community, quite honestly, through things like Twitch and Patreon, whatever, helps us do that. So, you know, we don't ask for that stuff because we have dreams of like personal wealth and ruling the world. It's just because we want to do more. Um, So that's why we throw that stuff out there, Uh, because we do want to do more and we have those goals. So, uh, Stephen, what are your goals for us within five? You know, the next five years. Yeah, the next five years, we'll be at episode like I don't know, six, seven hundred. Hopefully, maybe more. Yeah, you you have kind of said everything. Um, by that point, I'll be done with school <laughs> finally, um, and yep. hopefully in the middle of my my career. But if if this blows up, you know, maybe maybe this this could be you know our, our three careers, um, and yep. maybe living a little closer <laughs> together and. So we actually can see each other every day would be pretty yeah. nice and probably make it easier. And again, just more content creation. Um, love to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like doing podcasts and I'd love to do another episode a week or, or what have you. And all our special Patreon episodes are, are fun to do. So I, I can tell you, like, I, I think all of us have kind of the goal slash dream of being able to do this full time someday. Right. And that's just being honest. Like we would love to do that. And and that's why we ask for your support and, and con- you know, contributions either through, like, Patreon and Twitch or just by being a huge part of the community and taking part, right? Yes. Um, 
it helps strengthen everything. It's not just about getting out a credit card. Like, that's not what this is about. But if we ever got to that point, you know, we would commit to doing the stuff like, like, you know, not to drop any other names, but like what, like kind of funny does. Like they put out a ton of content and not saying we're at that level yet. We're not, but we're, we continue to strive to get better. So that's where our goals are for the next five years. All right. Next question from Brian as uh, is there any way Red Dead Redemption 2 will be a flop? No. Next question. Yeah, also, also <laughs> no. Um, I mean, on, on the only way would be if it's so buggering and, like, the servers are just broken. Like, Battlefield 4 broken. Um, Frontline. Then it would... That would kind of stain it a little bit, but I, I don't see any way that Rockstar delivers a dud here. They never do. Yeah. Never yeah, do. If, if the game came, like, all... Like, you had to be online even to play single player, like Diablo 3 was when it released, and then the servers... It did exactly what happened to Diablo three when they released where you just couldn't get on for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, then yeah, I, I guess that could probably sink it a little bit, but it's rockstar. Like GTA is still selling copies today. Um, yep. and that game has been out for what, like seven years. So like, yeah, I don't think this will be a flop. No. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, I kind of wish Graham was here for his thoughts on this question. Cause <laughs> Yeah, he's he's the one who could say yes, but here's the thing, like, GTA, or not GTA, Rockstar knows now from the GTA model that GTA Online breathes so much more life into that game, and they can put the game on sale every single week until the end of time, because if they if people buy it for 20 bucks or 15 or 30 it's, it's usually on sale for like 30 but Yeah, I've never seen it lower than 30 Yeah. But thirty bucks, then they'll get in and they'll be they're gonna spend money on whatever the currency is, I forget, in GTA Online. Because that's what they do. So because remember there's always sales on those bundles too, right? So yeah. I, I think they're gonna apply that model to to Red Dead. And people are so hyped about this game, it's gonna sell boatloads on day one. Yeah. No doubt. All right. All right, this is a you question. From okay. Devin asks, uh, between the PS4 and Xbox, which has the best games as far as RPGs are concerned? That is not a me question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, that is a you question. Uh, no, there's no, there's, it's, it's no question. It's, it's PS4. It's not even close. Yeah, Xbox One is. has like no RPGs at all. Um, They're working on it, but, yeah, but they don't have any right now. The 360 did. The 360 had quite a few mm-hmm. good ones. Um, Final Fantasy came to the Xbox for the first time. And then you had Lost Odyssey, which is another game I absolutely adore. Um, I mean, Kingdom Hearts, I guess, if you count that as an RPG, is coming. But, like, so it's coming to PlayStation as well. PlayStation just wins. It's it's not really that close. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and, you know, I, I just think PlayStation in general has a much more broad selection of exclusive games to play. Yes. Agreed. So, yeah. Agreed. All right, Ethan, uh, he said, I haven't heard much talk about fighting games in the podcast. What is everyone's favorite fighting game? And if if you do not enjoy them, why? Uh, well, I don't enjoy them because I suck at them. Um, I, I turn into a total button masher when I play fighting games. <laughs> like, I don't learn the combos and stuff, and I should. I just don't play them enough to do that. Yeah. So, but I do appreciate when I see people that are really good playing them. Yes. But I'm just not that good um my favorites 
Man, I really liked Mortal Kombat back in the day. Like, the true back in the day Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Not, like, the one that came out four years ago or whatever. That was that was a fun game. I had it was no, it was, but like it was so different back then. Like that started to really spark the whole thing about video games, you know, violence and all that stuff, right? Yes. So, because you had like people ripping someone's spine out and stuff like that, um, and it looked so real in you know, uh, what was it, sixteen bit? Yeah. The time? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, like back then, I remember having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, my mine is Smash Bros. Probably for favorite. Um, and the, but I just, I'm with Tyler. I just don't play them enough to enjoy them. I just, I'd rather play a game, um, for forty hours and like feel like I'm getting somewhere than spend forty hours learning a character's combos and counters and all of that. It's just, I I appreciate that there are people that are really good at fighting games. And I like watching it. I assume this question is because Evo was uh, last week. Um, and I watched or th- throughout this week. I think it was last week and into this week. I watched a lot of Evo yeah. uh, this week. Um, I watched Smash Bros. And I watched Street Fighter. Um, oh, and a little bit of Injustice. But mm-hmm. I just – I am not good at fighting games. And so I just don't play them. And the, still- and the thing is, I mean, just to our community, like – we don't talk a lot about fighting games for the same reason that we don't talk a lot about Fortnite is that none of us plays it. And if we just talk about it, that would just be for the downloads and it would be inauthentic. Yeah. And we, we wouldn't have anything to say anyways about it. Yeah. We would, yeah. we would just regurgitate stuff that we saw elsewhere. Plagiarism, by the way. Yeah. And, and we, we don't want to do that. We, we want to be authentic about the stuff that we're into. We don't want you to tune in because it has like Fortnite in the title or a fighting game in the title of the episode and then hear us just say super vague stuff that doesn't mean anything yep right so all right all right next question from comrade bro he said do you think cod can truly come back from what from i don't know being battlefield's understudy or whatever i don't know i don't think it was ever down i think I think COD is still COD. I think that, yeah, the sales numbers have declined a little, but they still sell over 20 million copies a year. Yeah, but, like, I think he means, like, from the COD 4, Modern Warfare, um, Blops 1, and 2 days. Like, the, the heydays of Call of Duty. Where, yeah, like, everybody I, yeah, okay. wanted to play okay. Call of Duty. Yes, and I think that's why they're going back to bread and butter series right now. So they went back to World War II, which is going way back, right? Yeah. To their origins. And now they're going back to Black Ops again. And I would not be surprised at all if we saw Modern Warfare 4 next year. Yeah. At all. I would not either. Do you think that with the removal of campaign and the addition of uh, Battle Royale, will that help or hurt them? So here's here's what I'll say, and I think a lot of people are just like, well, they made the decision right away to pull out a campaign. They didn't. They were actually working on a campaign, but they didn't have the time to get it done. That's why it's not in there. This wasn't a, like, original game design meeting conversation where they're like, no campaign. That decision was made midway through development. Um. So I think the, I think we have a question about PUBG. We do. We As do. As it relates to that, so I want to hold the battle royale till then. 
But yeah, I think the campaign piece, like that was they originally in the original you know beginning of development of the Black Ops Four, they meant for a campaign to be in there. It just didn't work out. So I think this is going to be the test case for how much people really are in uproar over that. Yeah, I I don't think it'll ever get back to the Modern Warfare Two levels. Um, just I just don't see them ever creating a magical game like that because I don't know. It's just it kind of came at the perfect time. Um, it, you know, shooters were still a little like. Uh, I, I don't even know the word. Like it to me, Modern Warfare Two was a great game, but I don't know if it was just because of the gameplay. It also might have been because of what was out around it. Now well, there was no competition. Yeah. Well, there was less competition. Like Halo was there, but only on the Microsoft side, on yep. the Xbox side. Yeah. So, and PlayStation's like what is it, Shadow Zone or something like that, or mm-hmm. Kill Zone? Kill Zone wasn't doing amazingly mm-hmm. on that side either. So no, like it was, that, that game has never been like a Call of Duty when it comes to multiplayer. Yeah. So, um, and Battlefield wasn't Battlefield yet. Yep. So, yeah, I just, you know, there's more competition now, too. That That's part of the game, and, and that's really because of Call of Duty. So, yeah. But I have a feeling this COD will be more closer to what people liked about Modern Warfare and Blobs. Yeah. It just won't have the player base. I it, To answer your question, what I think you're asking, it, you know, my answer would be, I think they've learned their lesson. They're going to stop assuming they can take so many risks and everybody's still just going to love it. Um, They're yes. back to boots on the ground. They're back to what made Call of Duty the like monster that it is in that genre. So uh, from that standpoint, yeah, it's absolutely going to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we, we can ask Mason's question, which was the PUBG one. Mason Sheep asked, with all the performance issues that PUBG is having and Fortnite taking the younger, unrealistic action audience away, do you think that COD and Battlefield's Battle Royale game modes will be the final nails in the coffin for PUBG? I think it could be. Yeah, I, I do. I, I remember talking about this when Battle Royale was announced uh, with you. I talked mm-hmm. about it with you, and I said the same. Th- I knew Fortnite would would take over. Um, yeah, I predicted that. Uh, and then I, I I think Call of Duty will steal everyone else because if it runs smooth, it's going to be a better game. And people mm-hmm. like the people that like Graham who like the realism. Um, or he says he said that. Uh, yeah. I've never seen him actually play PUBG, but. The people that like the realism um, will probably switch over to Call of Duty or Battlefield. Um, Plus, because it performs better. My opinion, and I'm sure you agree with this, Stephen. Call of Duty is just a better, more smooth, natural shooter than PUBG is. Like in terms of feel and gunplay and all that stuff. Yes, it just is. So, you if you can make a really good battle royale mode with Blackout, um, it could really spell a lot of trouble for PUBG. Yeah, I think I think PUBG is uh And they're trying like they're they're coming out with new maps and new stuff and they're working on the mechanics and doing a lot of that. But uh, it might be too little too late. Because Battlefield's gonna have it too. So they they announced that. So it's just you know, they're gonna be hanging on and it's none of neither of those two is gonna impact Fortnite at all. Different yep. audience. Yep. Yep, I agree. So. All right. Um Tony twenty four three one three. Asked if you could remodel your house after any video game, what would it be? And so I don't know if he means like if you could remodel the house like 
like a house in a video game. Um, so if you took a house from like The Sims, I'm, I'm thinking, or if it means you could remodel your house to like be stylized like a video game. Um, so answer ah, whatever okay. way you. So I, I'm gonna go with the house stylized like a video game. Have you ever seen those like movie theaters people build in their homes? Yes. Like the one of like the bridge of the Star Trek Enterprise or, or um, uh, Starship Enterprise and stuff like that. Oh, no, 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 no. Then yeah. I thought you just meant like a normal movie theater. No, no I, like, I, they're, not... like they're themed. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like 100% themed. And it's so cool. Um, And you look at the price tag, they cost like $20,000 or more to do. Because the just the video equipment itself costs like 10 grand. Yeah. Or more. But um man that's a really good question um uh, i'm not gonna say halo here because that would be really weird to have that yeah and so would bioshock um that would be even more weird i think so man i'm not sure do you have one in mind i don't know themed wise like i think it'd be cool to have like different themed rooms um based on different video games like that would be cool but i I mean i guess i'd go like pick a pick a house from a video game and i mean this is probably cheating but the sims games you know the big mansions that have like fully furnished you know i i I, I take one of those (laughs) that's Um, cheating but uh, the Animal Crossing games, those houses look pretty nice too, minus the whole, you yeah. know, guy trying to steal all your bells. But they, the furniture, like, mm-hmm. I guess, is that cheating too? That's kind of a bridge between. Yeah. If I can't think of a video game house from, or a house from a video game that I'd like. I'm like, ooh, I wish I lived there. Um, Night Trap. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. So I'll say, that, I, and then, then since we're going to cheat, then I won't, I'm going to say, I want one from like what was it like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare from like Super in the Future uh, and all the futuristic stuff right now. Sure. All right. <laughs> all right. We got time for one more. Okay. Uh, let's go here. Rumham. Other than the story, what specifically would you like to see them focus on in the upcoming Red Dead? Um. I want to see the gang dynamic. I really want to see that because last time was sort of just Marston kind of on his own. And you met different people and did the quest lines for different people or whatever. But I just want to see how the gang dynamic sort of evolves and like what that really means to the game. Like, is it going to be the same experience if I don't really do anything with them as it is if I do all the stuff? Do you you think they're going to have um like fire emblem type well you never played fire emblem but uh in there you have to like talk to the people and build relationships actually you played mass effect though right um where if you don't have a good enough relationship they die but if you do they might live um that would be cool uh and so yeah i i think that yeah i hope they do have that something like that um but i don't know every just make the first game better that's 
The first game was yeah. really good. Like that, I could just use more of the same, more stuff to do, I guess, in the world. Because yes. like Grand Theft Auto Five had like a billion different side activities. You could play golf in the game. In fact, I did. I never played more than like three holes. Yeah, quitting <laughs> because I don't know. You could play tennis, like stuff like did that. You ever, did you ever play poker in Red Dead? Yes, One? I yes I did. I played yeah. poker. I played. Like that was my, fun. My favorite was the the dice, the liar's dice. Yeah. Uh, and it's not and mostly because I knew the game from Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. um, the second one. So yeah. I was like, hey, this game looks familiar. So I played a lot of that and the knife chopping game, even though I sucked at it. Oh, yeah, that too. Yes, yes. But yes, little stuff like that. Yeah. I, I just want to see a lot of little stuff like that. I want to see things where I can sit down to play and have an idea in mind. OK, I want to advance in the story like, I don't know, this far. Right. And then after three hours, I'm like, I didn't do any of that. Yes. Because I got sidetracked on all these other things, but it was it was really fun. Yeah. Give That's me, what I want. Give me something that gets me as addicted as I was to Gwent in The Witcher. Yeah. And I'll be happy. Yep. That'd be cool. What I'd really like to see, and, and there isn't co-op in story mode, is there? Uh, like that? that I don't I, I, think so. I don't think so. That would be awesome if there was, but I don't think there is. Oh, and I could use heists. Um, I mean, I, I've talked yeah. about this online too. Like but the robberies, yeah. Yeah, the, like, stealing from the train or stealing from yeah. a bank. Like, that'd be really, really fun. It would, yes. I agree. And I think we'll see that in online for sure. Yeah, and I, but, I mean, they had it in GTA Five in the in the campaign. You did like three or four high, so yep, that that's what I'd hope to see. And then we we already talked about kind of what what I want to see from their online, um, at the beginning of the show. So that's that's basically it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's all the time we have for questions. Thanks to everybody who sent them in, and if your question wasn't asked, it's still on the list. So watch for it in uh, future weeks, future episodes. Uh, we very well may get to it. But if you sent one in, you are entered to win in our monthly giveaway, which we'll be doing here in a couple of weeks, last episode of the month. So speaking of giveaways, though, we've got one coming next week, and we're going to give away a full $60 game to uh, anybody that's a patron at the $5 higher level. So if you haven't done that yet and you were thinking about it, please head on over to patreon.com slash gaming hub and sign up as a patron, uh, $5 or higher, and you'll be entered to win a full $60 game every single month as long as you stay in at that level. Also, for patrons out there at the $10 higher levels, uh, t-shirts have arrived. I'm just waiting on uh, the mugs for the people who get those, and then we'll get those shipped off to everybody. But those are here and ready to go, just waiting for the other thing, and then we'll get that shipped off to you as a reward for uh, supporting us at that level. So we really do appreciate everybody who supports us, either on Patreon or on Twitch. And on Twitch, if you use uh, Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch Prime sub. If you use every single month, if you use that on us, we'd really appreciate it. If you don't use it on us, use it on somebody, help support somebody get better and help them grow. All right. So uh, to join our community, head on over to Facebook, the Gaming Hub Forums, or uh, Twitch, TXH Gaming Hub. And when you're there at either one of those, you can uh, click on the link for Discord and join our Discord community, which uh, you get some great conversation. So... All right, with that, that's going to do it for episode number 116 of the Gaming Hub. We'll be back next week with 117. Until then, everybody, have a great week. And no gram next week, right, Steven? That's the last week of no gram? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so one more week of gram on vacation, then he'll be back after that. But have a great week, everybody, and we will talk to you soon. Bye.